Welcome to the Bougie Backpack Podcast. I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac. Hi, I'm Angel from at Pennywise Traveler, and we're happy to bring you a guest today. So we are back for part two today with Ashley from Ashley Gets Around. If you guys missed it last week, she is the queen of cheap business class flights, American Airlines expert, the female George Clooney. If you've ever seen Up in the Air, basically he's this guy who flies around business class all the time. So, and he's flying American Airlines. So that's why she's the, the female George Clooney. The host of the Travel More Conference, the co-host of the Travel Chat Podcast with Ashley and Emily. And today we're back with her to talk more about some of the stuff we were talking about last week. So if you missed the episode last week, you might want to listen to that before because we're continuing on some of those topics. Otherwise, welcome back. So Ashley, as a executive platinum, I have a question for you. Okay. That I don't know if I don't know if you'll want to talk about this, but we'll see. So concierge key. Yes. Um, if anybody's from America and watching this, can you please just give me a concierge key? Because I just would be like the biggest it would be the biggest like moneymaker for American because I would be like rolling around filming reels on the concierge key golf cart in Miami being like, hello, like that's what you would get. <laughs> um, but yes, concierge key, I do not spend enough money for it. Like you have to spend, like you have to be earning like $50,000 worth of loyalty points. Like if you're not earning like millions like 5 million loyalty points a year and they prioritize people who fly on American. So my hacks of flying partner airlines in business class and crediting to American, they don't love as well. Like it's not seen as like favorable because it doesn't make the airline as much money. Um, So they're kind of looking for people who are, you know, flying to Tokyo and full fare business every other week. Like those people tend to be concierge key. And then anybody who's famous, like I have inside information that I know Brian Kelly from the points guy is a concierge key because the concierge key rep at New York told me because <laughs> I do sometimes get chatty and I like, I'll go into JFK like way before my like departing flight at night. And so it'll be dead in terminal eight. And like, I'll, you know, be talking to the people at priority check-in and I'm like, oh, who's the key rep today? And like a few times I've just like made friends. I've gotten the key service a couple times where they've like walked me to the plane. And it's all because I'm like chatty. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like who else is key? Like you would be surprised the information people give me. Like not after this podcast, people are like don't tell her anything. But <laughs> yeah, you have to spend a lot of money, but you get really cool benefits like Some of them I don't know because they're not published. It's like insider only. But I know you have, um, I know that they text you. So I know at JFK um, and also in Brazil, this has happened to me where they get my phone number and they'll text me stuff. And so sometimes EPs will get key service. Um, And then in Charlotte, they drive you between the plane and an SUV that says like American Airlines on it. And I've never gotten that service. And then Miami, they drive you from your gate to like the lounge to your other gate on a golf cart. And, you know, I'm lazy, so I would really like golf cart service. But you get a bunch of other things that um, like first uh, flagship, first dining, you get some certificates to that and that sort of thing, but you're, you know, you're even higher than EP. So, and they, yeah, I've seen one time I was in London and there was like seven keys on our flight and they would not wow. let any of us board until the last key. It was from the lounge. 
And I was standing there and bus- like waiting to board business class, so annoyed because it was like really oddly hot. And they were like, no, we're waiting on Brad. Brad's still finishing his drink over at the Admiral's Club. And literally this like little man came running in and they would not board the flight until he got on the plane, which I thought was so stupid. I'm like, if he wants to sit at the lounge and eat peanuts, then like let him eat the peanuts. And when he gets here, then have like somebody escort him to the front. Um, But then that happened to me in Madrid recently where I got like picked for secondary security screening. And by the time I got there, like the flight was already boarding. So I told the American people, I was like, who's the key rep? Because I'm EP and I'm not going to miss this flight because you guys don't have your shit together. And the key rep came and it was kind of embarrassing. She was like, oh, you're EP. Don't worry. Like, we'll make sure that you make you like you're on my list, whatever. Takes me to the plane and pushes people on the like jet bridge out of my way. She's like, excuse me. And I'm like, they're like, who's this lady? And like, why is she getting like special treatment? But I did secretly enjoy it being like walked to the plane. I'm like, yes, hello. I'm very special. Can you move? <laughs> that's so, like, that's the bougie in a backpack way to do it. You don't have to actually be concierge key and spend you just like millions of dollars. Well, just, well, if you're already executive platinum, like you're the highest status, you just, you just ask and see if they'll do it for you. Just ask for the key rep and you'll get the key rep. So if, if you want to do the bougie in a backpack way, there is a priority pass lounge in Mexico City. They do have a golf cart. I actually took this golf cart where the priority pass lounge in Mexico City. <laughs> what? Take you from the golf cart. So you fly spirit to Mexico City and then. No, it was, it was. A- <laughs> you totally probably do that too. I flew in another budget airline. It was the green one. Um, it was not Valeras. It was some other one. I, I don't remember. It was some other. Oh, Excuse Wally? me. Or no, that's in. Is that in Europe? Uh, Frontier. No, it was. I have to go Google it. But um, it was. It was like one of those like um cheap um flights and stuff. A budget airline. So I I took it to go to the um party pass lounge there, and then. The Pride Pass Lounge do have free golf cart service to your um ter- your, to your gate, so I took it from there and I got to my gate from the golf cart from the lounge. <laughs> I'm Excuse totally me, gonna Wally. do that. I'm gonna book a flight into Mexico City just so I can get a golf cart to take me to my. I'm gonna gate. take take a video and just be like, yeah, I'm concierge key. Like you yeah, are, you know, like. It's pretty good for fine positioning flights out of Mexico City. It's it like, actually. Because the U.S. is so competitive. So anything that touches the U.S. is very competitive. But because miles and points programs are not very strong in other countries, once you leave the U.S., it's very easy to book flights elsewhere. So like it's, it's a lot easier. So like Mexico City is a very easy one. Mexico City is one of my, one of my hacks for points. You can actually get... Um, Sky Pesos business class flights for like 75,000 points if you position to Mexico City or Cancun. And then apparently you can also get a golf cart ride. So that's, you know, enough motivation for me. And, and it's funny I'm because sold. in Mexico City, there's three Amex lounges too, but they do it different yeah. there where it's not a, it's not a buffet. It's like a restaurant kind of service where they have like a waiter and everything. It's, it's different than the U.S. where in the U.S. the um, Centurion Lounge is a buffet versus there it's like waiter service. Is it the Escape Lounge? Because I feel like the Escape Lounges are well, always anyway, it's, a it's, waiter it's, service. It's, it's, it's still another, Centurion? Yeah, it's just like Centurion Lounges. Um outside the u.s they do things differently than the normal u.s ones 
Well, it's like the same with the Hyatts outside the U.S. Like the Grand Hyatts outside the U.S. have booze all day. <laughs> so, so much better service. Like, um, so one of my favorite Hyatts is actually, I went with our friend Sunitra to uh, Dubai. So like we went to the Hyatt Regency in Dubai. That one had a lounge because, you know, we like lounges here. And like we literally got like breakfast, dinner and stuff in there because like they had the lounge and it was like 5,000 points a night. But I think they just switched categories um, just this year where they switched categories too. But it was like 5,000 points or so to book like a place that had a lounge and you go with a friend that's a globalist, like you get free breakfast and dinner. And the food there at the lounge is actually like real food it's not like really crappy good. US food that like um i went to the hyatt regency in it's orlando like chips and salsa like, <laughs> it's like basic chips and salsa like not really like food but there it was like they had like pasta there they had like food that you will find in dubai like there so you can actually get full off the food mm. it's not just like stuff that you're like like just little appetizers it's not like that like what's it called the order? hors d'oeuvres hors d'oeuvres it's not hors d'oeuvres like i can never say that word either it's okay so it's actually real food that you can eat there so that's one of my favorite um hyatt's actually the one we just went to in dc also has food there too but I mean, oh my that gosh that guy was so nice we stayed so late we're like hoarding <laughs> so for those that want to have the backstory what happened was that we stayed up really nice it was ashley's fault it was her birthday so we all got oh home God. really late <laughs> from her birthday and then um in the morning because we were all like really like tired and stuff from the night before we kind of missed the breakfast but i was staying at the grand height there and then when i got there i asked the guy like hey like is there any way like do you have any more food in the back and he was like okay like and he just brought the food for us and everything he was like tossing it out like the mid here, I caught him while he was doing it. And he was nice enough to give us food and stuff while we're there. And then um, me and Mackenzie stay there all all day, pretty much. And we're in the lounge eating the snacks and stuff. We're working on the stacking challenge. It was we like the day before for, the stacking yeah, challenge. The stacking challenge. And then, like, I we, I had to leave to catch my train. And then the lady was like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'll pack you to go bag with desserts and stuff. And I was like, what? She like, was the sweetest. She was so nice. Like, I forgot her they name. They have the best but, employees like, there. Like, like, we got really lucky there where they, like, let us stay there the whole day and it was fine and everything. And then, like, she packed me, like, to go back. She's like, oh, you just eat on a train. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice of her, you know? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, 
You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My service at the JWB Marriott, Washington, D.C. was atrocious. Atrocious. Did it ever give you back points or anything like that? Or they're yeah, like- they offered me like an abysmal amount of points and it was like all of these emails and I'm like, this isn't worth my time. I'm still going to blast you all over social media. <laughs> like, I just hope you know. And now um, on this podcast. <laughs> and now on this podcast. Don't stay there. It was total trash. And like, I'm a globalist. So I'm titanium at Marriott. But at the time I was still platinum. I was like a couple nights from titanium. I don't know if titanium would have made a difference probably not like the service was just like really horrible um and it was your birthday at, and it was my birthday and they knew it was my birthday like I emailed the hotel and anyway but at the Hyatt like I regretted not because st- I stayed at a Hyatt Regency the first two nights I was in DC and then I moved to what I thought was a nicer hotel and I should have just stayed at the Hyatt Regency because they were so like I sh- I showed up to the wrong Hyatt I went to the wrong Hyatt Regency and they were so nice and they were like, and I, I was dumb. I had booked the Hyatt Regency Dulles, which is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and they were so nice. And this manager was like, oh my gosh, don't worry. It happens all the time. And I'm like, this shouldn't happen. I like literally travel for a living. I feel like ridiculous. <laughs> You're like, I research and- airports all day long. <laughs> I know the difference between Dulles I- and, and Reagan. And she's like, no, it's okay. People get them confused. I'm like, no, I like swear I know the difference between Reagan and Dulles. Like, I know. And so she was like, give me just a second. She calls the other hotel. She gets them to cancel the reservation. She books me at like a cheaper rate at their hotel and then apologizes because they don't have a room ready for me. And this is like 1030 a.m., by the way. Tells me to go have lunch on the house at the restaurant oh, while my room is getting ready. Wow. And then oh. apologizes that they don't have a club. And like the next night, like move me to a suite. And we're like so apologetic that they didn't have a suite the first night. And then I go to the JW Marriott and the guy tells me that if I don't like it, not being able to have my amenity, which is like in online, I get to choose between points or $10. He didn't want to give me the $10. And he told me if I didn't like it, I could make haste to my room or I could leave. Make haste. Like make haste. Like, what is this? So did you did you stay at that Marriott specifically because you were trying to get titanium status? So you needed the night's hung. Is that why you? No, I stayed there because it was like I thought it was a good location, and I normally love a JW Marriott. Mm. And like I didn't get upgraded at all. And then they were like, "Oh, we've given you a room with a monument view," and I'm like, "That's what I paid for." Like it literally paid more to have the like you know whatever. Also, in the room- I'm in DC. If I turn any corner up, it's a monument. I can view. see a monument. Like what? What? Um, so I didn't get an upgrade. They didn't honor like what's in the, you know, and I never, they're supposed to give you at Marriott. If they don't offer you a welcome amenity, you're supposed to get a hundred dollar credit. And so I pull it up on the website. I'm like, I wasn't offered a welcome amenity. 
the lounge was closed. I wasn't told that the lounge was closed beforehand. So we didn't get breakfast. And their solution was a thousand Marriott points, which is worth about $4. You can't spend, you can't get anything with a thousand Marriott points. And he was just so nasty about it. And I'm like, this is how you treat somebody who spent 70 something nights this year at your proper, like at hotels in the Marriott brand. Like, and I feel like the only reason I got anybody to email me back is because I posted about it on Instagram and I have like 90,000 followers. Like you shouldn't need 90,000 followers to get good service. And the hotel was like $350 a night. It was not cheap. So I was really, I was really mad. I was tempted to call and dispute the whole charge on my credit card. Like just to be like, no, this was not like, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> Like, see if they, like, came back with anything. But the Grand Hyatt, on the other hand, was, like, so nice. And they, like, didn't care that me and Alex came and had breakfast with you guys. Like, didn't yeah. say a word. It's a and- budget pack. <laughs> we're, we're, like, they let, they let me bring the, those two in. They didn't, they were, like, okay. <laughs> like, the guy was so oh, nice. Oh, and she even, she even asked. Like, she didn't, like, sneak them in or anything. She's just, like, is it okay no, if she- I have friends here? And they were, like, yeah, bring your friends. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. Um, and then the LAX Hyatt Regency, I was there a few days ago. And when I checked in, the lady goes, yes, yeah, so your um, breakfast amenity is for you and up to four, up to three guests at our restaurant. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, you get the buffet for free for up to four guests plus tip. And I'm like, but I don't even have any friends. So I like made some and I was like, hey, you can use my room number tomorrow for some breakfast. And like they had a happy hour and she was like, oh yeah, it's five right now. You have two hours for unlimited drinks. Like get over there, get your free drinks. And like, and I'm like, well, they should go teach like hospitality at the JW Marriott DC because this is like two different. So I will say that I think globalists are really treated well. It's, I don't think I've ever been to a Hyatt and had like really horrible service um, as a globalist. So I definitely think if you're looking for hotel status, like go for globalist over anything else. Cause I think that they just, you know, treat people. I just think Hyatt tends to have really good customer service. I mean, I'm discoverist. I'm like, this is like the same thing with American. I'm discoverist. And I, last time I went to a Hyatt Regency, I went there and I checked in. They were like, they're like, you're discoverist. And they were like, thank you. Thank you for your service or whatever. I don't know. I was like, Like, they were acting. They were like acting like I was like a globalist or something. But I mean, I didn't get like, I mean, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get an upgrade or anything, but they were like super nice to me and they just treated me well. And, you know, I'm gold at Marriott and have never got, I get upgrades usually, but like, I don't know. It's, it's different. Like not all statuses are equal. They're not. No. I don't know about you, but an extra $100 does sound kind of nice, you know, to have an extra $100 to do any spending money on travel, use it for my workout classes, or even to get a facial and stuff. And guess what? We're partnering with Swagbucks. So if you leave us a podcast rating and review and tag the Bougie in a Backpack IG account and also Swagback's official, you will have a chance to win a $100 gift card that you can use to save money. So just leave us a podcast rating and review. So the rating will be something like five stars and the review will be something that you write about us. It can be very simple about something you liked about our podcast. I hope you win and thank you so much. So was the VidCon, was it at the Hyatt Regency? No, VidCon was at the Anaheim Convention Center. Was it very far from the Hyatt Regency? 
Oh, no, no. I only stayed at the Hyatt Regency the night before I left because I had an oh, early flight. I was wondering, the- like, working in the lounge in the restaurant. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, was Ashley? No. Like, yeah. I randomly was at In-N-Out Burger doing filming for for the flights. The flights. And got recognized <laughs> and met a bunch of Canadian points and miles people who were so fun. I ended up, we all just happened to be staying at the Regency, which was hilarious. They were like, we know your points if you're staying at the Hyatt. Um, and then I went to dinner with them. It was like so fun. Like, <laughs> so fun but VidCon I stayed at the Sheridan Park and they were really great it had a lounge um and oddly like oddly I've had really good service at Sheridan's which seems odd um but really great service and it was within walking distance it was like a block away from the convention center VidCon was a waste of time like it was a total waste it was a waste you didn't learn much from that conference or no they called me old it's all these they said if, all these didn't they say 28 is like geriatric or something or like the literally i went to so the first talk i went to was about burnout and i was like oh this is perfect if you don't know anything about me i t- keep starting businesses and then complain that i'm you know stressed and i'm like this is a talk for me and literally the guy was like is everybody getting great content and i'm like no like my content's on a plane. I can't get content at this convention center. I don't like what I don't do dances. And then he just like went in to talk about like, yeah. So like if you're burned out, you should just like do less. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, you're like, I need that already. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't helpful. So I like left that talk. And then the next talk I went to was like decent, like had some like they, I will say they did say some stuff about brands that I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then one of the ladies was like, yeah, so I'm 28, which is 90 in TikTok years. And I was like, well, excuse me why I go find my hearse outside. <laughs> like, because if 28 is old, like I'm 35. So that's. I'm like, I'm, I'm just digging my grave right now. Like just preparing. <laughs> <laughs> I better hurry because I'm not going to be here much longer. Um, wow. but I mean, I think other people probably got a lot out of VidCon. I just personally didn't. It was weird because they have like, um, a community component where it's like people who consume content. So it was a lot of children. Um, oh. Skittles was there. So they had this huge thing that was like Skittles and Mars candy. And you could go and I don't know if you could like take photos in it. It was like a content creator house, but for Skittles, YouTube was there, um, but it was like a lot of children. They had squishies. I don't know. I was like, th- I don't think this is my vibe. So I I left. So how, how expensive was the ticket to go to VidCon? Was it super expensive too? No, it was like, I want to say it was like 200 bucks, but I bought the one with um, digital recordings, which is kind of why I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back and watch these videos later and not stay here all day. Um, so then I just like left and I went back to the Sheridan. <laughs> and, and the, for those that don't know, the Sheraton is, um, a Marriott brand, a Marriott. but Sheraton, yeah. um, Sheraton's actually lower than JW. So JW is more, more of the premium side. And then ahead of that is like Ritz Carlton. So she was staying at the lower tier Marriott and she got better service in the mid tier, um, mirror that she was staying at prior. Yeah. I mean, I would say. Oh. I would say Sheridan's probably like the mid range. It's like a little bit better than a courtyard, but yeah, it's not as they, they typically are not as nice as JW's. Um, so it was really funny that 
you know, in the span of a day, because I went from the JW to the Sheridan, how dis- different my service was. Like, you know, for half the price. So it really honestly just depends on the hotel too. Like, I just yeah. honestly think the guy, the manager that night just didn't like me. I just think he just like was just not into my vibe. Um, and, you know, sometimes that happens. I mean, most people like me, but sometimes <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, like, I just think he just didn't like me. It's just like he was not into his job. Like, providing customer service at 1030 at night was just like not his priority and not his not his vibe also he made me mad because when so I did email the hotel about this so they emailed me because I emailed corporate which I don't normally do but I sent an email to corporate and um they got back to me and I got an email from like I guess they're like assistant general manager or director I think it was like the director of rooms or something and she was like hi like I'm emailing on behalf of our general manager who's like not in town but he was like tagged in the email and I was like oh isn't that interesting because I asked this manager whose name I think was Derek I asked Derek for the general manager's email and he didn't give it to me he gave me somebody else's email so I brought it up and I said it I said I said in the email I was like hi I don't know what her name was like Linda um just for my clarification purposes, when a customer asks for the general manager's email, what is your hotel policy? Because the email that I got was not Matt's. The email I got was like some other random man. And she was like, yeah, no, our policy is he should have given you that email and I'll address it with him. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, thanks for my like, measles. customer service across the board. He was so, well, what was really bad, I was like, so when I left, I checked out and they were like, how was your stay? And I was like, horrible. Like my stay was horrible. And they were like, would you like to talk to a manager? And I'm like, yeah, like I shouldn't have to ask for a manager. Like if somebody who has status is saying that their service was horrible, like you should just go get a manager. And out walks Derek. He's he was like, what can I help you with? And I'm just like, I have to go. Like, can I just have your general manager's number or email? And then he gave me somebody else's email, like some random person. That's probably like his buddy at Marriott. So anyway, so customer yeah. service, not always like, um, but we actually have a talk about that. I'm not giving it because I'm not very good. I get very heated. And then I'm just like, you'll hear about like, I just get like very mad. Um, I'm not very calm in those situations. But we are having a talk at the conference about like what to do for like, if your flight's delayed and like your rights for flights and hotels and stuff, because each hotel has different rules. So I think that'll be like a really good kind of like consumer protection kind of talk. Um, So it'll be good. But yeah. Yeah. Also, if you're coming to the conference, it's not like you don't have to be someone who's creating content about points and miles. Like if you're interested in points and miles or you want to learn more or you just want to meet people to talk about points and miles, like we'll be there. You can come meet us and you're definitely welcome if you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I think like a lot. I've had a few people ask this week. They're like, is it for influencers? And I'm like, no, it's definitely not for influencers. Like um I like I appreciate when people are like you're an influencer and I'm like what am I influencing I know right well I will say I'm like okay I do help you guys book flights but um yeah it's mostly for I would say consumers like if you're interested in points and miles um we don't have any talks about like how to create content um or anything like that so I think it'll be really good yeah if you're listening to this podcast then you definitely like 
belong at the conference. And I think, and if, even if like you're more advanced and you just want to meet more friends that are interested in points and miles, like I met you guys both in Dallas and you know, like we hit it off. So I think it's like just fun to come hang out and meet people and you know, all that stuff. Go for the community aspect and learn some travel hacking tips there. So just do both multitask. Look at Angel. She's like, I'm going to hire her to be like the marketing director. (laughs) Sweet tagline. Yeah. But I would say like going to conferences, they pay off in a sense where like they get you kind of getting into the zone of doing work and stuff. Cause it really wasn't like as much as I, we had the backlash from Chicago seminars, as much as we had the backlash from, from that conference, it wasn't until I went to that conference in 2019 that made me really think and how like I was supposed to take this more seriously and get really get into the points and miles stuff where I like met people there. I'm still friends with a lot of people there. When I moved back to LA, some of my friends I met at Chicago seminars in 2019, I kept in touch with when I moved back in 2021 to LA that I'm still friends with. So I do think it's still like helpful in that sense where like the community aspect and like getting into the zone of like learning how to book your flights and miles, like book book your flights and miles, (laughs) book your flights and hotels, just because you learn different skill sets that are there that you wouldn't have learned elsewise. Cause I feel like you can Google as much as you want, but like you can scroll and Google as much as you want, but if it doesn't make sense and you just see all these different like articles and stuff, but if it doesn't make sense, you're not going to do it. So like, I felt like Mm -hmm. kind of like how, when we did our challenge, we kind of like kind of kindly forced you guys to do your homework because we had prizes and stuff, right? So like you were entered in to win for like a potential like prize at the end. We had screenshots where if you screenshotted your session where you tag the partner and us, you got entered in for a giveaway where you had these little things where you get the motivation to actually do stuff. And a lot of people, like, they really like the feedback from actually, like, make us, like, kind of, like, challenging them and making them do their homework and learning from the challenge. Like, one person went from, like, 101 to 301. Like, that's what, that was one of the comments that we got back from the feedback. I How, love like, that. Like, yeah, like going to these conferences, they, they help a lot because I felt like I it wasn't to Chicago seminars where I really, like, understood stuff a lot better and everything kind of clicked more for me then. So, like, I would say, like, as much as, like, the backlash that we got from th- this past year, it-, it-, it did help me where I did get, like, really into points and miles then. Yeah, also, it, uh, like, if you're thinking about the ticket and the-, the cost of the ticket, the cost of going and everything, remember, like, the return on investment. Like, you, you know, if you if you're paying to go and, like, listen to speakers and stuff, it, first of all, it kind of motivates you to, like, really pay attention, but also, like, the knowledge that you gain from it, you end up saving in the long run and like it kind of propels you into into saving long term. So it's like an investment in in yourself. Yeah, I would say the ticket, I think it was around $150 or so back in 2019 when I bought it. I think it was like $150 or $200. I forgot the exact number, but I paid that off within like a flight where I learned how to book something better. So that paid off easily. Like if you book like a flight or two or even doing some stacks, like that's when I actually that's funny. That's when I really got into stacking because I met um Greg from Frequent Miler there. He did a talk. Not me, Greg. Thing. Different Greg. Not, not Greg different from Flyer Greg. Talk. <laughs> not Greg <laughs> from Flyer Talk. <laughs> she met she met him this year. <laughs> like I met him at um at that at that conference in 2019, and that's when like the stacking stuff actually made really a lot of sense to me because the way he explained it and stuff, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that you can do these different things of how he got into like laying laying all these different like coupons and different ways to like different apps to stack stuff that's when it really made sense for me because you know like for most people they're like they think like oh you can save on online shopping by just using a promo code but that's not the only thing you can use like he got he got me into like those 
Amex offers, the Chase offers, the third party apps, like a bunch of different tools to like learn how to stack and stuff. I would say it wasn't until his thing. And then like that paid off by itself. Like you do like a few stacks in Amex, that's more than $150 you're saving, like a few stacks. So it kind of like pays off for itself. And it's funny because then like um, that was in 2019. And in 2021, he messaged me. He was like, hey, can you collaborate with me on the social media thing for freaking Myler? And I was like, oh, no way. Like, I, back in 2019, when I met you, I didn't even know this thing. <laughs> and then you were asking me to collaborate with you to do some social media posts with freaking Myler. That was, like, so funny. He asked me to, like, and then we did, like, a funny video together at a Chicago seminars um, this past year, too. Free Is same day on Flyer Talk though. also, Greg? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just kidding. There's like great. the nice Greg um, and there's the mean Greg. <laughs> it's like Greg Davis Dean. I think that's his whole name, Greg. No, Davis I know. Dean. I'm just kidding. I just it's it's mostly the bit because of every every time somebody met me, they're like, "What's your flyer talk name?" And I'm like, "Greg." <laughs> and people are like, "Wait, they 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 hadn't." Then they're like, "The other Greg is." There- but yeah, I would say like even. Even like learning this, this uh, the basic fundamentals there, it kind of pays off for itself just because it's like, mm-hmm. you can Google all you want, but like, it's not going to make sense sometimes until someone shows you how. And until then like there, shows, you, yeah. when you network with the other people, you also learn their hacks too, because like you learn a lot from networking with the other people that are presenting as well. So that's just mm-hmm. what, what I think about it. I think it's yeah. just helpful to like do like, have other perspectives because people do things differently. And then I'm always learning, like, I mean, I'm always learning stuff that I didn't realize. So I think it's just any of the conferences, whether it's mine or Chicago seminars or any of the other ones, like you just end up now, even if you don't learn anything at the conference, like the people you're meeting might be like, oh, hey, well, this is how I get x y like oh this is how i did singapore sweets or this is how i did whatever and you're like oh like i wouldn't have realized that because i think the higher level stuff like is not always easily you can't easily find it online it's hard to google things if you don't know what to google so it's like exactly that's like that's what i struggled with a lot like and then once i started learning that because the term there's terminology and stuff too that you don't like and then Sometimes we start speaking a different language and we don't realize that we're using all these like terms. But yeah, like when you can talk to someone and say, hey, like what what are you talking about? What does that mean? And they're like, oh, sorry, I forgot. Like we, when you can interact with people and actually rather than reading a blog and you're like, what are they like? I don't know what half these words mean. Yeah, it's kind of like the analogy I have, it's kind of like going to the gym, right? Like you can go to the gym, like have like your app for like Peloton or whatever, like um, fitness app that you have. But if you're not doing the moves correctly, like you can mess up your muscles, get like, you know, like injured, right? But if you have a trainer, like that trainer will help you. Or if you go to a group class, like at the gym, there's an instructor there, right? So kind of think of it kind of like the group setting where you have an instructor and stuff. That's how I think of it because it's like, you can like go on Google and like bring that Peloton app and try to do the, all the different like forms and stuff on the app, like the different exercises. But if no one's checking your work, you don't know if you're doing it right. So that, mm-hmm. that's how I, I think of it kind of in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley, for joining us today. We learned so much from you about all your different business class hacks and bougie in a backpack ways to get things. <laughs> and if you guys haven't checked her out yet, where can we find you on everything? 
you on everything. So on Instagram, <laughs> Ashley gets around and then you can find travel more's tickets at travelmorecon.com and my business class emails you can get at ashleygetsaround.com. Cool. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you could please leave a five-star review. We really appreciate it. We read all the comments. If you could please leave a comment. If there's something you learned today from Ashley, make sure you include that in the comments because we read them all and we love to hear from you. So thank you. Thanks, guys. And the ratings and reviews, they help a lot with more free and low-cost events, just like how we finished the stacking challenge. So if you want another one, leave your rating and review. It doesn't have to be super fancy. Just write a quick snippet of like something you learned from this podcast, something that was helpful or anything in there. It doesn't have to be very um, complex. Something simple is totally fine because that helps us with more free and low-cost events for you guys, just like how we just did a stacking challenge. I love it. I will go give you guys another five-star review. Thank you. Do you have another device you can use it from? Is it is it Greg's, you know? You can just borrow his iPhone. And- I have so many phones. I have so many phones. <laughs> <laughs>